It's finally here. Literal literature is back. Today, it's audacious. It's in your face. And most importantly, it's Howard's Week. Howard's Week. Which means one thing. This series has now truly started. Will there be any storylines about Tom Edison's brother or interdimensional space pigs? No. Will there be any hastily written six-page stream of consciousness storylines? No. Will this be one of the funniest things anyone has ever heard? No. No. But it will, at the very least, be bearable. Series 2 is now officially starting. Thank Holy Christ. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Ah, here we go. Literal titlets. You've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it. And here we go. Hello, Sam. How did you like that? Look, I I, I was tickled, but also I'm deeply offended. How <laughs> bloody dare you? So, sorry? I, I thought that last week's was amazing. And... You've pooped all over it. Mm. You've done it. You've you've, ru- you've ruined a good thing out. Well, I'm very sorry. Well, when we thing. recorded the Wasp Factory last week, um, I just sort of thought to myself, you know, <laughs> something needs to be addressed here. So that's what I've done. <laughs> and uh, oh, and anyone anyone uh, uh, who's missing my usual intro, um, I write this sitting in the kitchen sink. That's a that's <laughs> that's an opening line. To I capture the castle. Uh, good Great. day, all. <laughs> it's wonderful to see you. It's wonderful to hear you. It's wonderful to talk to you. I can't see or hear you, uh, so I suppose it would be wonderful to see or hear you, unless you're hideously ugly. Uh, it's uh, it, uh, but we are literal literature. My name's Howard Grater. Uh, with me, as ever, is the doddering old fool Sam Sheldon, and there he is. How's your week been, Samuel? Oh, all the better for seeing you in person, Howard, because it yeah. finally happened. It happened. It bloody happened, lads and Good ladies. Good grief. And all those in between. We saw each other at a brewery. Yes, indeed. For a, a, a mutual friend's sort of birthday party. Birthday thing. Of, yeah. of sorts. I... Uh, drank six pints of beer too quickly, felt weird, and had to go home about seven thirty. <laughs> and I uh, drank more than that, uh, and it got to the point where it was about quarter to ten, and I forgot that I lived in Brighton, and it was a Sunday, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't live in London anymore. <laughs> I should probably try and get to a different part of the country." Oh no. <laughs> How did you cope with that then? I, it was all right. I got back. It was fine. Uh, an Uber driver tried to have a conversation with me from the station. It, it didn't go well. I'm not going to lie. That poor gentleman. I was... I... <laughs> they also probably more likely to like, what, I just want peace and quiet. Yeah, my, exactly. My happiest, yeah. My happiest times uh, in, in an Uber are when I've gone, I've just got to do some work. Is that okay? And they go, yes. And then I put my headphones on and listen to uh, music. <laughs> 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 the important work, <laughs> but um, no, it was it was so lovely to see you in person again after well since March last year was the last time we saw each other. I which, know. At which point that's we also got drunk. Bloody <laughs> madness! <laughs> wow, that's a well over a year, isn't it? 
Well, well over a year. Yeah, yeah. A year and a Almost. half. Yeah. <laughs> I finally gave you your Christmas present, didn't I? You did indeed. And so I'm currently... Uh, so for those who don't remember, Howard got me some gifts and I felt incredibly awful about it and swore at him a lot during the Christmas special. I've had, um, I've had my birthday since then. Sam, did you know that? I know. I, I wished you a happy birthday. Yeah. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> okay. Which means for Christmas... Something really good is coming your way. Make a mental note of that. Yeah, better be. Uh, so, yeah, behind me, on my wall here in my little uh, studio room thingamabob. Studio. What an asshole. Spare bedroom. Uh, <laughs> we've got, got we, we can call them studios. We're both yeah. in studios. Yeah, we're, we're in the studio, people. We're, we're here. We're, we're real. It's, it's happening. Yeah, we're laying down hot tracks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can't get me out of here. Um, so you got the poster there, which you got me. So that's the one. Uh, it's, it's all uh, Clockwork Orange related because, of course, for those of you Because who... you're brilliant. Brilliant uh, Clockwork Orange episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is now, I would... Uh, is arguably been, been surpassed last week. <laughs> I'm going to have to make you Wasp Factory posters now. Look, that was a shocker. I mean, like I was saying last week as well, like Wasp Factory, that was, I don't know why, it was very difficult. I it wasn't think a shocker, anything. I'm only messing with you. But this week will be markedly improved. Oh, uh, and, um, and do you know what we're doing today, Sam? What, as in like the actual, uh, the, the book, or just what we're doing in general? We, I mean, take your take. <laughs> why don't you start with one and then you can answer the other? <laughs> Well, today we are doing a recording of a podcast called Literal Literature, and the story for today is The Time Traveller's Wife. The Time Traveller's Wifey, Wifey, Wifetron. That's right. You tasked me with doing that. Now, my, my, uh, well, I mean, should I say too much? Maybe, maybe we'll talk about it afterwards. No, no, no. Yeah, don't, don't tell us anything about what we're about to about to experience yeah yeah i would just briefly say that the 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 actual book the time traveler's wife is about a time traveler's wife so it's already it's already phenomenally uh literal so it was difficult to uh (laughs) you know to do something (laughs) have Uh, you read it no i haven't do you know who it's by oh i've forgotten her name but i i I read a bit of it when I was, because uh, it was quite big when I was in high school. If was I it? Correctly. I think it was about 2006 when uh, it came out, roughly. I haven't even seen the movie. Um, I've, I've heard terrible things about the movie, because apparently the book is quite, like, I mean, spoilers. I don't know, should we talk about the book, or should we talk about that later on? I don't oh, know. we can talk don't about the book, can't we? Yeah, why not? Like, spoiler alert, it gets a bit gnarly at one point, because the whole thing is that he's got, like, a genetic issue and that's what makes him time travel he can't really control it it just happens oh it's like sort of time traveling Tourette's yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's actually yeah that sounds about right yeah he's got time traveling Tourette's and later on the book as he gets a bit older as time traveling gets worse and worse and worse to a point where he time travels arrives and like he's missing all his skin spoiler alert and that's how he dies. It's like he basically his time traveling starts fucking up a bit. And so not all of him time travels and he just arrives as bloody muscle man and uh, and is dying in his wife's arms. I think that's how it ends from memory. 
Um, so happy book, uh, and, but I don't think they did that in the movie because it's only like rated a twelve, and I can't imagine Eric Banner as like. It's, do you remember the the what what makes me picture it is the uh, do you remember the Robbie Williams I don't want to rock DJ music uh, yes. video where he oh, peels yes. off his skin. <laughs> that's uh. how I picture it, but I don't think they did that in the movie, and that's why people were like, "This is terrible." They didn't even show the the hard stuff. So right. I don't know. I just went on a full blown rant about muscly meat traveling time man. <laughs> muscly meat coffee. time traveling man. Um, yeah, I do. Not, yes, I. Well, I haven't read it, but that does sound uh, exciting. Sorry, I was just. I'm sorry if I seem a bit distracted. I was just trying to turn off the message n- noise on my laptop. I did turn off the WhatsApp, but then my mother still. Uh, texts me, which is very old-fashioned, uh, and, and, then the, and that noise came up on the computer. I didn't even realise I received texts on my laptop, but apparently I do. Uh, uh, anyway, um, gr- uh, yes, great, great hot take there on the time traveller's wife. <laughs> who wrote it, by the way? Because you asked me, and I didn't remember who was it again. Uh, Audrey Nifanega. That's the one. Yes, and I'd not really heard of her, but it was her first. Well, I think it was. Her, uh, Hope is her first novel because that's what we're doing. <laughs> of course, yeah, deb- debut, yes. debut novels. Um, well, right. but so now I suppose perhaps we should get 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 straight into it. You haven't read the you haven't read the the script, have you? No, I have not. I have no idea what I'm in for. How many characters am I playing? What's going on? What sort of what prepare me? Prepare me for this. Oh, well, it's actually very uh, luckily. I've what I've done, uh, and to peek behind the curtain, as I like, seems to be, that's like a freight. I say that too many times. Um, all you seem to be doing is peeking behind the curtain, listeners. This, this is just an, this is like forty minute peek behind a curtain, which is quite dull, isn't it? <laughs> Can't we have a prod around the blinds at some point? So? All right. So to prod, to prod around my vines, blinds, blinds. Prod around my vines, prod around my blinds. Uh, prod r- so weird. <laughs> anyway, I have colour coded the script. Oh God! So, okay. Uh, my parts are in red, and your right. parts are in blue. I'm gonna forget that. A hundred percent. I'm in blue. Okay. Uh, just, just have fun with it. Stay loose, buddy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna stay loose. All right, let's do it. Um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm all about. I'm loose. Let's do it. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay, well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please let me introduce to you my take on this week's uh, (laughs) title, (laughs) The Time Traveller's Wife. Okay. And now on BBC4, a look back at one of science fiction's most enduring characters, Viewer discretion is advised as this episode first aired in 1964 and some sensibilities and ideals of the time are different to that of today. So, put your shades... Oh, for (laughs) fuck's sake, mate. (laughs) What happened? Is your mum still texting you? I thought that I'd turned the fucking noises (laughs) off. This would never happen at the BBC. Oh, so You know what they're doing... They're not sitting there at BBC Radio Drama having their mothers text them in the middle of, uh, you know, what's that shit soap opera on you're the right, radio? You're right, you're right, you're right. How do I make it not? Because now, that now that was my fucking email. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start again. Here we go. Round um, two. Yeah. 
Sorry if I'm slurping my uh, coffee. <sighs> okay. Here we go. And now on BBC4, a look back at one of science fiction's most enduring characters. Viewer discretion is advised, as this episode first aired in 1964, and some sensibilities and ideals of the time are different to that of today. So, put on your shades and set your blast rifles to kill, because there's a knock at the door as an inspector calls. Long ago, and yet somehow now, and in the future as well. It's time. Time to crime. To stop crime. To stop crime. And also very much in space. Good Lord, Inspector, where's the sun gone? We're standing on it, Quilford. My God. Yes. Careful now. The temperatures here can soar to well over 200 degrees. There lived a one-man powerhouse, serving as the second minute and our hands on the end of the long arm of the law. All right, that's enough, Inspector. I'll tell you everything. I see. Hardball, eh? No, no way. I'm willing to cooperate. Take his knees, Clifford. Suspense. Heavens, Inspector. There's a moon planet heading straight for us. Let's get out of here. Romance. And just when we were getting to know one another, throw me those keys. I'll drive. <laughs> Still making jokes at a time like this. What a gal. Jump in the passenger side and fix yourself up. There's some lipstick in the glove box. And an unquenchable thirst for the truth. Does this coffee have one sugar in it, Quilford, or two, like I asked? Definitely two, sir. Lies! Keep your timeline straight and your nose clean. And come with us now as we travail... The jaunty space... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <coughs> the jaunty space adventures of Detective Inspector Grey. Episode 21, The Time Traveller's Wife. It was seemingly a day like any other. I'd gotten up, and after a healthy, hearty 12 egg and gammon breakfast and my first Clarabelle cigarette of the day... Ah, Clarabelle. I got myself down to HQ, where me and Quilford worked on some much-needed improvements to the office. That was all before she came into my life. That's it, Quilford. There's a good lad. Very good, Inspector. Soon this old detective agency office will be the very definition of sophistication. Not to mention up-to-date. Is there any material as modern and versatile as asbestos? Take a deep breath, Quilford, old boy. You deserve it. <sighs> Good Lord, Quilford. Are we expecting company? Uh, no, sir. Well, give them sharp shrift, lad. We've too much to do today. The gutters of this 11-storey building won't unclog themselves, will they? Quite, sir. Will there be any form of safety harness this time? <laughs> oh, Quilford. It's always want, want, want with you, isn't it? Perhaps we should install seatbelts in the Wolseley as well. <laughs> Honestly, Quilford, you sound like a woman. Answer the door, then. Yes, sir. Sorry, madam. We're not taking any cases today. And as I glanced up, I saw her. She was beautiful. Her eyes dark and brooding, long flowing hair and a body that could stop traffic. All at once she spoke, desperately revealing her predicament <laughs> with a thick Nigerian accent. 
Not really, not really. Not really, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna... I'm not... <laughs> all right, all right. Who am I, how am I going to do it? Wherever you okay. want. Just a lady, nice lady. Okay. Please... Please, Inspector, you're my last chance. Honestly, I've asked all the other detectives in the quadrant. You really are my last and only option. You're one and only, I understand. Here, may I take your dress? Coat. Coat. Thank you. It's my husband, Jalaphone. <laughs> Jalapapaferan Sandaruza, his Zudalafaparafabalovium. He's missing. <laughs> Unusual name. It's Dutch. He got mixed up with some ne'er-do-wells of Tando Tan's underworld, and now I'm afraid he might be dead. Come now, miss. We don't know that for sure. I'm afraid it all seems too likely. Best to move on quickly, I'd say. Your husband is gone. I find champagne very comforting. I'll pour you a glass. Miss... Veronica. Mrs. Veronica de Fra. I have names. The people who saw him last. Leads, which you could quite easily follow. Plus, these photographs. We'll take a look at once. The lighting's no good in here, though. Perhaps we can take a closer look in my sleeping quarters. If I may, sir, that looks like Timmy Tench, a big dealer in Tando Ten's black market. Perhaps he could be a good first port of call. <sighs> All right, then, Quilford. Leave us to it, Mrs. Dufois. Rest easy, and please be reassured. We'll locate your husband and deliver his body to you as quickly as possible. And like that, we were off. A missing persons case and a robbery. The missing person was yet to be found, but the robbery was an open and shut case. Mrs. Dufois had stolen my heart. Quilford and I hot-footed it down to Timmy Tench's Rust Bucket Emporium, or, as the local co- oh, me, okay. <laughs> Keep all this in. Yep. <laughs> Quilford and I hot-footed it down to Timmy Tench's Rust Bucket Emporium, or, as the locals call it, Tim Tench's Taboo Trinket and Tool Trading Tower. The two of us tiptoed tentatively through this terrible trough to talk tete-a-tete to the tippity-top of Tando Ten's table, Timmy Tench. He was, <laughs> he was having a meet with the creme de la creme of crime, the perfect time to make our inquiries. Listen up, punks, and listen good. We're looking for a missing person, and our intel has brought us here. Get the photo out, Quilford, and tell them his name. It's a Mr. Dufois. And the first name, Quilford. Jalapapaferisenderizihuzizialapafafrapafalovium. It's Dutch. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. <gasps> I see what's happened here. I haven't... I haven't... I haven't done the, um... The colours scheme, have I? Tell me who I am. Who who is it? Yeah, I tell you. So we'll just go. Let's go through it, and I'll just tell you when it's you. Right. Okay. So the first one's you. I ain't seen him, Gray. Looks like a complete stranger to me. How's about you, blah blah? I see. This guy? No, not ringing any bells. I'm afraid. You got any thoughts, Duke Meyer? I see. I wish that I did. 
If only to get you off our backs, Inspector. This guy's as alien to me as old Florabot is to you. I see. <laughs> Florabot processing. Face recognition negative. Powering down. Good night, Inspector. Uh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'd like to weigh in on the debate, if I may, and I tell oh shit, and tell you that I too, Ben the Horse, have no recollection of this gentleman, nor any idea of his whereabouts. Ah, uh, yeah, that's you. Scratch, scratch. Be really loud on the mic. Let's see. That means she ain't seen him either. Or my name ain't Speak. <laughs> what the shit? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That means he ain't seen him either. Or my name ain't Speak Imp 80 Mate. Very good. Um, next one's you. Calvin Eggs here. Not ringing any bells with me. You, Destructo Cat. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, that, that, that's me. Oh, okay. <clears throat> no. Uh, that's you. Ah, Yellowbeard declares he's none the wiser too. Yar! That's you. <laughs> I'm actually sweating. And it's a no from me, Farmyard Billy. Um, one left. Who do you think that is? I'm hoping it's not me. It's you, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and finally me, at the end of the table, hands in his pants, Richard. You must... Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hands in his pants, Richard. Must tell you plainly, Inspector, that I've never seen him too. <laughs> oh, good. And now we. Oh, now, now we're back to the colours. I see what's happening here. I know how low lifes like you operate. Looks like this wheel ain't moving without a little grease. Quilford, pass me your wallet. Oh, uh, okay, sir. But could you avoid the compartment at the back? What's this in the back? An envelope marked Beth's heart operation. Aha! 50,000 credits. Perhaps this will jog your memory, Tench. Oh, God, what the fuck does he sound like? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy, I remember him. Said he was looking for a butt gun. A biotech ultrawave time traversing Galaxy Union navigator? Yeah, you got it. Pay good money for it, as I remember. He could be anywhere by now, Inspector. Too bad. Curses. This case has had it now, Inspector. Not so fast, Quilford. What's the only device that can track a butt gun? Why, another butt gun, of course. But surely you don't mean... It's the only way, Quilford. I swore I'd never use it again. But this was for her. For Veronica. I had to do it. To headquarters, Quilford. Stoke the engines and fire up my butt gun. Very gore, sir. Dearie me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, sir. Oh, very good. 
So, there we were, inside the belly of the beast, not knowing where or when this crazy contraption would spit us out. And the air conditioning was broken. What a day. According to the butt gun's calculations, a model very similar to this one was used but three days ago. Well, set the coordinations to where it lies now and fire her up, man. She still runs like a dream, sir. Look, over there! It's Mr. Dufois! He's alive! Who? The man we've been searching for. Mr. Dufois. I know many Dufoises. What's his first name? It's... it's Dutch. Uh, fine. Jalapapafriyanasenderizahuziawalafapalafalarlovium. Dufois. Ah, yes. Quite right. Good day, sir. Sir? He appears to be tied to a chair, sir. And gagged, too. Now, look here. This kind of sordid behaviour might be de rigueur in Holland, but I shan't be standing for it here. No, sir. If I may, sir, I'll wager this isn't Dufois's doing. It would appear he's being held captive. Hmm. Very good, Quilford. That's a 20-credit dock to your pay, and I'll thank you not to contradict me again. Release the Dutchman. <laughs> Gray! You're in terrible danger! Nonsense, man! <laughs> Fuck me. Inspector, please. Surely you've noticed the coordinates. I've just about had it with these impenetrable ramblings. Spit it out. You've not travelled back in time. Not at all. Impossible. The butt gun sent us directly here. Good Lord, sir, he's right. The readings indicate that although we did indeed travel in space, time has passed as normal, second by second. Not only that, but we appear to be very much in the same town on the same planet that we started on. Extraordinary. But why, then, has Veronica found it so hard to find him? I have. In fact, I've known exactly where he was this entire time. Veronica? But... I don't understand. The famous Inspector Gray, dashing... Daring, and with quite the set of wheels. I see you've brought her along. The butt gun! Looks like your little friend is catching on. I knew the only way you'd pull this fine piece of machinery out of retirement was for a hopeless damsel in distress. You lost the moment you set eyes on me, Inspector. Foul temptress! I should have known. All women are evil. But why? Why do you need my butt-gun? Your husband purchased one from Timmy Tench. Oh, did he, Inspector? <gasps> Tench? You're in on this, too? Well, of course, Gray. I could never get my hands on a butt-gun, but I have acquired certain parts for it over the years. Parts like... The inbuilt tracking device. Bingo! The plan was simple. Lure you here, take care of you and Veronica's pathetic excuse for a husband, and set off into the galaxy in our new spaceship. Together. Oh, I love you, honey. And I love you too, Timmy Tancher of Tim Tancher's Taboo Trinket and Tool Trading Tower. Tongue me. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
You'll notice this room has no doors or windows, and the walls are solid steel, Inspector. And that time bomb behind you will take care of the rest. Goodbye, y'all. Have a nice life. All three minutes of it. Well, that's it, Inspector. We're finished. Not so fast, old boy. I have an idea. Will the inspector save himself, his cohort, and the Dutchman from impending doom? Will the butt gun be retrieved from the evil grasp of Veronica and her dastardly accomplice? Will the incessant voices of Quilford's head stop screaming, even for a second? Find out in the next exciting chapter of... The Jaunty Space Adventures of Detective Inspector Grey! And that's the time traveller's wife. He's back, baby. Hey. Hey. Did you think? Did you even doubt it for a goddamn second? <laughs> ah, not once. Detective well done on Spectre the. Uh, that was great, mate. That was great. Yes, Holy we crap. enjoyed it, didn't we? Yes, I was not ready for that. I, I'm still sweating from the uh, having to do. What felt like fifty billion characters. In oh a yeah, row. I'm sorry about that. It was yeah, my my mistake. I was a, a completely was, uh, legitimate a mistake. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it it was so good to have Inspector Gray back. I hope the fans uh, of the show of the podcast appreciated that having him. Yes. Well, we've had literally no letters uh, about it, um, so I thought it was about high time <laughs> that, I, that I reprised. Detective Inspector Grey. Also, um, uh, in a very shameless sense, it's a little bit like Doctor Who, and I would like to say that I am appearing in Doctor Who Time Fracture, uh, which will be reopening very, very soon in Bond Street. So do come down and watch me in that, if you've a mind to. Shameless plug alert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, go on down and see Howard do his thing. Go on. You can even touch him. I mean, yeah. you don't touch him. Come and touch me. Come and talk to it's me. It's immersive. Yeah. Uh, and now uh, it's uh, it's time to hear a little word from our sponsors. Eggs. Good, aren't they? Don't worry about where they come from. Stop being disgusting. They're delicious. And versatile, too. Throw them at a divisive politician. Paint one to look like Greg Wallace. Or put more than you think is safe into an omelette for a large builder. Eggs. Sure, you could worry about the well-being of the chickens that they come from. Or you can just Google the phrase nice farm and imagine they come from the pictures that appear. So why not buy some eggs today? Eggs. Cook them or they're weird. (laughs) Good, so that's eggs. So please buy eggs, everyone. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And thank and thank you very much to Eggs for their sponsorship. <laughs> We've done it, everybody. We've got our first sponsor. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, so yes, uh, what are we going to drill down into that or something? Uh, what did you think of uh, of, of Tyler's wife? Oh look, it was great. It was, like I said before, it's good to have Inspector Gray back. Good to pull out Quilford again. You know, one of my uh, I'd say seminal pieces of work. Yeah, yeah, long suffering sidekick. How do you, how I, I, do you get into the mindset of a long suffering sidekick, Sam? I don't know. I'm already in it. <laughs> <laughs> My life is just the long suffering sidekick. <laughs> oh God! 
Deary me. Um, but no, it was, it was good. Uh, it was, I, I, we, it, you played with the format very well. This new format, of course, of the yeah, fucking, yeah. Fucking I did enjoy and... the more and more things that came to me to to trip you up. The more I was really enjoying it. Um, Thank you for not letting me, uh, for not forcing me to do the uh, Nigerian accent as well. Yeah, that uh, was just. Uh, a... I didn't think that would go over very well. <laughs> I didn't somehow. To be honest, I was really surprised because you really sounded like you were gearing up to do it. I thought you'd be like, no, no. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but fair play to you. You were really you were, you were tiptoeing around it. <laughs> and dare you. and you you didn't even you didn't stop with with the it, with like the frankly insane uh, first name of Veronica's husband. I oh thought my god! I thought you'd stop. I thought you'd be like, "What are you doing here?" But you no, no, just, you powered I'm, I'm committed every to that. Time. Yeah, it's good. Every time, it was roughly the same every time. I mean, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna say it was 100 percent on the money every single time, but you know, <laughs> I, was, I was aiming for it. I couldn't. I Getting couldn't. there. Uh, let me. Do you want me to tell you how it's actually pronounced? Go for it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I've asked if you want that. To frankly. <laughs> Um, the people are wanting that because they 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 can't see it written down. Let's have a look. Jalapap, jalapap. Oh no, it is hard. Jalapafrasendiriusulafrafalovium. That's his name. Uh, great, mate. Oh, oh I'm glad. Good fun. It was good fun, and um, yeah, yeah, good times had by all. Especially me, uh, uh, I want to thank you for your your hard work in this episode. Um, <laughs> now, Sam, yes, quick quick cue for you. Hello, um, are you hungry for some knowledge? Oh, go on. Well then, uh, why don't you sit back, relax as we go into a quiz for you? Oh my uh, god, you've done a quiz as well. I've done a quiz, so one, yeah, yeah. So relax and chill out as we play Doctor Who or Doctored Who. I don't know what I don't know what it is about that, but like I don't know if you ever hear a sound that sort of sounds like something, but it isn't, and it kind of makes your butt tense. <laughs> like because my brain kept wanting to hear the Doctor Who theme tune, but it never came, and so I just kept going like <laughs> my butt cheeks would just go. <laughs> Probably just me. I think it's di- basically I just had to make it different enough that we wouldn't get. Of sued. course. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, this is Doctor Who or Doctor Two. I'm going to nice. read uh, uh, some descriptions of some Doctor Who aliens or villains. Some I've made up and some are real. All you have to tell me is Doctor Who, real, or Doctor Two, not real. Excellent. Are I ready, know Sam? nothing about Doctor Who, so let's go. Yeah. Good. Okay. Lovely. So, Gibbis or Gibbis. A being from the planet Tivoli that really enjoys being subjugated by others. Played by David Williams. Mm, 
true. Correct. Well done. Uh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just rattle through these. Um, yeah. Candyman. <laughs> Next, we've got Candyman with a K, a horrifying oh. Bertie Bassett lookalike, an assassin <laughs> that kills people exclusively in candy-related ways. Uh, uh, false. No, that's real. That's a real one. Fuck off. <laughs> do, do you know when that was? I want to find that one. It's in the 70s or 80s, I think. It's, Amazing. I think it's widely known as one of the worst things ever. Amazing. Candyman with a K, yes? I'm making a note. I want to see that. Okay. <laughs> Next, we've got Mestor. M-E-S-T-O-R. Leader of a race of giant slugs. They could barely move. <laughs> I think that's true. That is true, yeah. Well done. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes. Next, we've got the Whamoth. Giant flying moth-like creature that picked up its victims and flew them into the sun, kamikaze Ooh. style. Ooh. False. Yeah, well done. Yeah, that was me. Ooh. I made that up. Lovely. Then we've got Absorbalof, a big fat alien who absorbs people into himself, played by Peter Kay. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. well done. Yeah. Next, we've got Giant Rat. That's it. Giant Rat. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well done. Doctor Who is so <laughs> strange, man. Like, I don't like... It's one of those things where it's like, it's so quintessentially British and yeah. British people absolutely love it. And it's oh, one it's of those things... great, like, you know. It's, I mean, it's, you know it's me. It's good. It's good hearty fun for all the family. And you don't even have to be into Doctor Who to really, really enjoy it. Doctor Who Time Fracture, Bond Street. God, I uh, just knew that was going to come out. <laughs> uh, next, we've got the Scarafins, a vicious race, hell-bent on turning the universe into a murderous theme park named Deathland. Children accompanied by adults go half price. True. No, I made that one up. I should have um, should have known with the the half price thing. I should have known. Damn it. Uh, next we've got Flafaran, half cat, half washing machine, played by Pauline Quirk. True. No, of course not. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uktar, a creature that is eighty percent skin and impervious to bullets and blades. It meets its end in a giant industrial blender on the planet Abattoir. Uh, fake. Yeah, made that one up. And uh, yeah, very good. And lastly, Wankatron, the sex robot. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, sorry. I don't know why I'm a, such a fucking child. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah, did it. Wait, what do you mean that's real? Wankatron. What no, do you think no. it's real? I think so. No, of course it's not. <laughs> uh, and that was Doctor Who or Doctor Who. Hey. Well done. Yeah, like I was saying before, like, it's one of those things where it's such a massive British institution yeah. and I'm a massive sci-fi slash fantasy person, but I don't know why I've just never, like, he's just so silly at times. I love it. Candyman. I'm going to have to find that one with a K. I love think it. it's, it's in a kind of a reasonably unique area uh, in that it's mm-hmm. for, it's like, it's supposed to, it's supposed to terrify children, be yes. for children and also uh, excite sort of older audiences as well. Yes. It's, it's kind of a, well, you know, for a, for a science fiction program, it's, it's a pretty broad church. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, it, is, it is impressive that it manages to cover such a, like you said, just such a massive spectrum of like age groups. And yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, I think that's all. Uh, have you got anything else? Sam? That's it. Just... That's it for me, mate. I've just, uh, just to say that, uh, 
Next week, it's uh, well, not next week, sorry. Next time is uh, it's my turn around again, and hopefully, I'll be a little bit more prepared, a bit more in the zone. It's gonna be brilliant. Yeah. Should I tell the people what it is? How should I tell them what to expect? Yeah. So next week, as everybody should know by now, it's uh, debut novels. And uh, so the debut novel that I'm going to be uh, going for is uh, The Sleepwalker's Guide to Dancing. The Sleepwalker's <laughs> Guide to Dancing. Yeah. Ah, yes. What the hell am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, well, it seems very you, that. I think you're going to run with that. So <laughs> I hope so. I'm glad you're confident in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. So, yeah, no, look forward to that. Yes, brilliant. And we'll see uh, what this exciting new format brings to us this week. It's a bit of a rocky start, let's be honest, but we're, we're, we're going to persevere through uh, and uh, see what's. See, 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 yeah, how, how are you finding it? How are you finding this new way of working, Sam? I find it uh, quite uh, well. It's it's. I think it's quite fun to be honest. It is like, fun because I do I do love a bit of a goof and a gaff that comes up and things like. But a few bloopers, a few bloops, a few, <laughs> a few whoopsies. Oh, oh, uh oh, oh. A few whoopsie bloops. Yeah. Like, you know, it's good like, to have a like whoopsie bloop every now and again, isn't it? Absolutely. And this this gives, like you know, like you said, a peek through the curtain, a prod around, <laughs> put around the old Venetian blinds. Finger, if you just finger through my blinds, you might, <laughs> oh, you might spy, uh, you know, a neighbour doing something bad or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, Letitra Titlets, it's been a pleasure to talk to you again. Let me talk about the socials because you've got to talk about socials oh, these you have to. days. Yeah. Well, you can get in touch with us however you like, really. Carry a pigeon. Uh, you can, you know, put a message in a bottle. Um, you can brand a cow and make it run through town. <laughs> but also, you can uh, get us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at capital L, literal, capital L, it, capital P, odd. That's at literal lit pod. You can find us on Instagram at literal literature pod. Is that right? Yes. Every time I do this, and I don't know <laughs> if I'm right. You can find us on Instagram at literal literature pod. You can email us. Uh, literalliterature.podcast at gmail.com and you will find me and Sam sudding ourselves in the Bahamas as we drink coconut milk straight from the source and hang out with a muscling young man called Sven I don't know why he's there he sounds Swedish (laughs) Uh, so yes thanks very much for listening Uh, it's been a real pleasure uh, talking to you Let's We shall see you next time. But until then, all there is left to say is a book. Bye.